What is going on, Bills Mafia? We are officially live here in the sit-down on the Built in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. This is presented by Duff's Famous Wings. I'm your host, as always, the Sauce God. At Buffalo Sauce God across all social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. And, of course, I'm joined here with my co-host, the best in the biz, the one and only, the Mafia Montage, Lance Nelson. How are we doing, Mafia Montage? Bills Mafia, Sauce God, how you doing? Having a great day today. Uh, got up on the roof of my... Uh, building at work and was able to get a picture of the stadium across the road there. I work right on California and behind the stadium. So it was a good day. Uh, you know, cool day out. The smoke seems to be gone. So uh, living the dream here in Buffalo, New York. We've got a lot to talk about. This is the deluxe edition one, of course, in honor of Josh Allen making the Madden NFL cover, the first Buffalo Bills athlete to be on the cover of the video game. So Montage and I have got a great show for you guys planned. Don't go anywhere. Hit that like and share. Get those comments flowing because don't forget, guys, I got to put this out there for you. The questions on Super Chat are heavily prioritized. If you send us a Super Chat on YouTube, we're going to be able to see it. For those of you that are watching on Twitter, do us a favor. Retweet. Come on over to YouTube so you can then join us in the comments because StreamYard doesn't allow you to comment if you're watching on Twitter. So get involved, Bills Mafia. Let's kick it off, Lance, with a little bit of that introduction music. Let's get it one time. Down live every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, presented by Duff's Famous Wings, is right here on the Built in Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, hosted by myself every week, of course, the Sauce God here with Mafia Montage. So, Montage and I have been doing this little countdown ever since the uh, season has ended, getting us ready for that first regular season game in the NFL. And the countdown is now at 91 days. It is still taking forever, but I'll tell you what, it's getting more and more exciting. We're seeing players cut. We're seeing signings. We're seeing unexpected moves by the Buffalo Bills. And, of course, we're seeing a lot of great things like DeMar Hamlin being involved in practice for the first time fully and Josh Allen bracing the cover of the Madden NFL game, which I know montage. I'm sure you played at some point. I played at some point and anybody out there that knows video games, you like the NFL, you definitely have played it. So if you're just now tuning in, do yourself a favor, hit that like and share, follow us, subscribe to us. Built in Buffalo's Facebook page is just over a hundred followers away from a hundred thousand. So let's get more and more movement for that because I'll tell you what, Built in Buffalo is a great source for podcasting and all sorts of Bill's content and your latest rumors, NFL signings and all that and much more right here with Built in Buffalo. So montage, Let's get right to it, brother. We've got ourselves some uh, recent signings by the Buffalo Bills. One of them was a position I feel that we needed, and one of them also, too, was an extension of a player I don't really think that people necessarily expected to see happen, but of course it did happen. So, Montage, 
let's go through some of these signings. Take us through what is going on with the Buffalo Bills as of recent. Yeah, obviously we signed defensive end Leonard Floyd, which was a huge pickup for the Bills. We talked a lot about adding a veteran defensive end um, and who better than the guy who Von Miller won a championship with in Leonard Floyd. Then we also signed Cam Dantzler uh, to a one-year deal. Um, Dantzler's a 24-year-old uh, NFL player out of, from Minnesota. Uh, played his last few years in Minnesota. So I'm uh, pretty excited about that little signing. I think it's a great little sneaky depth signing um, there. So uh, I think we went over the et al. Uh, extension last week, so I'm not going to beat that too much. But those are the the kind of happenings in the Bills world so far as it, as it pertains to signings. I think it uh, just it's impressive to see this this regime um, from Brandon Bean to Terry Pegula really putting all this investment into this team. I think you haven't really seen um, something like that in the past, like during the drought years and all that stuff. It was hard to, you know, people we would spend like we got Mario Williams the the one time there, but it wasn't like we were. Um, you know, close to com competition. Uh, I guess you could say we were a fringe playoff team and, and he ended up not putting us over the edge as we'd hoped. But uh, now as a legitimate contender year in and year out and adding so much death to this roster uh, seemingly every other day now um, with free, you know, free agency still kind of going on. It's just, it's a good feeling. It's a good, um, you know, thing to have uh, regime both general manager head coach and an owner that'll allow us to spend those assets and allow us to get these uh, caliber of players the other thing it does is it shows us that the bills are now a premier destination for these free agents we weren't necessarily in that category prior to now but um i think with the premier players we have on this team number one being josh allen obviously which we'll get to in a bit um that helps kind of rec recruiting and gets people in here to Buffalo and uh, hopefully it'll keep them around as well. So we've, we've got a lot of guys coming in on kind of one year deals, but I'm, I'm interested to see how many of those kind of stick here and, uh, you know, get, get re-signed uh, next season. Yeah. I know a lot of people in Bill's mafia wanted Frank Clark to actually maybe get a signing with the bills, but he actually signed with the Denver Broncos today. And of course, we're not going to go after Frank Clark after we signed Leonard Floyd, but I think that Leonard Floyd adds to this defense exactly where we needed it, right? I mean, we lose Tremaine Edmonds. We still have Matt Milano. And we draft a guy like Dorian Williams, yes, but he is a raw. Um, and he's not – I shouldn't say underdeveloped, but he's also a little undersized for his position. However, he is still learning at that position. So I like the way that we have youth set up there. We have uh, the opportunity to have depth on this squad as well because that's something that this defense needs. We cannot afford if we have any guys go down – uh, any sort of weaknesses on our defense right now. And I mean, especially with the addition of Vaughn Miller expecting to be back um, as reported by NFL network expected to be back for week one of the NFL regular season. I think this defense now is a lot more set. And we're going to talk about that later on. If you guys are just now tuning in though, this is the sit down live here on the built in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter with the sauce guy and mafia montage. If you're out there in the comments, get those comments flowing, hit that like and share. Let's get it going because I'll tell you what, man, um, this is going to be a topic that I cannot wait to discuss. But Montage, before we get into this about Josh Allen on the cover of the Madden, uh, uh, Madden NFL game, let's take a look at some of those comments out there. Yeah, we got uh, 
N Y A P in the seven one six T. Not your average podcast. And let's go, guys. We love you, T. Uh, thanks for joining us. Twelve gauges here. Um, old cousin Eddie, mom's here. So what's up, ma? And then if you guys haven't already done so, hit the like and share. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't done it already. Uh, we did make a new YouTube channel, so if you guys can. Um, please subscribe to our new YouTube channel. We've got over a thousand uh, subscriptions now, but we did have like 4,500 on the other channel. So uh, please uh, go out and uh, like, and subscribe and have built in Buffalo as your one-stop shop for all of the bills content. As well as merchandise too. I mean, you know, even the things that we have for all of our actual shows, we've got stuff with Stevie Johnson. So there's a lot of great merchandise uh, for your Buffalo Bills and Built in Buffalo guys. So make sure to check out the page. And also, if you're not already doing so, hit the like and follow on Facebook. Because as I said previously, we are just over 100 followers away. Not kidding, from 100,000. That's big time stuff. So Bills Mafia, show us support for the best and most entertaining and up-to-date and accurate Bills content there is. Montage. This is a subject that I've, I've been waiting to discuss because I, as a fan of video games my whole life, I think there were two games that really come to mind as to what got me to like video games, right? Number one, I hate to say it, Mom, if you're watching, you're probably going to be a little upset, but Grand Theft Auto, right? Grand Theft Auto was a yeah. lot of fun, but also Madden NFL, and I'm talking back to the days of Madden NFL 04 with Mike Vick, 05 with uh, Chevelle, The Clincher as one of the songs on the soundtrack. I mean, Madden has been an iconic video game for as long as we can remember, but there's always been something associated with it that I do want to talk about at some point because I am a little bit of a, maybe I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious, but um, basically there's always been associated with the cover athlete, a Madden curse per se. Now, some people say that that curse was broken recently and some people will tell you maybe the bills were already cursed. So maybe two negatives make a positive, right? But either way, Josh Allen will be officially as announced, will be the official uh, cover athlete for the Madden NFL 24 game, which is incredible. And if you haven't already seen it, Bill's Mafia, there is a deluxe edition that features some of basically Bill's Mafia, Josh Allen's up on the wall with them. That I love because it's not just Josh, it's the fan base, the number one fan base in the world. So you pair us up with that montage. I don't really want to think that there is a curse, but let's talk a little bit about it. What do you think about Josh Allen being the covered athlete for Madden NFL 24? Yeah, I mean, I've owned every edition of Madden since it became a video game. So, um, you know, it's been part of my childhood and, and my life, uh, all my life, really. So uh, I own, like I said, every edition. I'm, I'm going to own 24 as well. The big thing I got to figure out is, um, you know, how to get that hard copy. I've got to actually go to the store and stuff. I was going to pre-order it yesterday, but I was seeing that it was more of just a digital download. And I'd like to have the actual game. So. Um, would love to uh, get my hands on the hard copy, but no, I think having Josh there, Josh is really ascending this year in his stardom. And I know that um, it makes some people nervous and things because uh, they want him to focus on, you know, playing football and this stuff, but that's just great. It's good optics for Buffalo, for the bills themselves. And, you know, listen, he's popular and they wouldn't have him on the cover if he wasn't popular. And, People are uh, being naysayers because he had interceptions and things like, look, Brett Favre threw a lot of interceptions. He was on the cover once. So, I mean, with I the Jets, so. too. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the Jets uniform. Yeah, I think that you have to look at the popularity. You look at the numbers on what they, um, 
you know, what they did, what they've done for the game of football. And Josh Allen has changed, you know, the way people draft quarterbacks because of the, what's called the Allen leap. And he went from such a raw project um, being drafted seventh overall to now uh, being one of the top uh, three quarterbacks in the league, let's say for argument's sake. And he ain't three in my opinion. So um, anyway, you know, I think that you got a player who's at the top of his game um, is he perfect? No, but he's gotten his team to at least the second round of the playoffs three straight years. So, uh, you know, you can't really hate on that. I guess people will because that's just, you know, the nature of the beast. But I think you really got to, um, you know, understand from a business standpoint, and that's what this is all about, uh, to get the most uh, people to buy their product. Obviously, Josh Allen's such a polarizing player because even though people may not like the Bills, um, I think, you know, having a guy like Josh Allen on the cover, ha- you know, gives a, a lot of positivity to, you know, the football community as a whole. Yeah, I think that Josh Allen just shows how marketable of a guy he is. I look at superstars in the world of sports and I look at a guy like Mike Trout for the MLB, who has never really been a super uh, in the spotlight kind of guy per se. Right. But he's probably the best player in baseball. And he's uh, there's nothing wrong with being a humble individual, but there's also nothing wrong with accepting that you are a marketable guy. You're a very likable person. I mean, Josh signing for kids has always made him even more likable in what he does. And I actually just saw that part of the um, EA Sports, I think, donated $10,000 to the Oshai Children's Hospital, which we know Josh has been connected with since he's been here in Buffalo. He's always done great things behind the community. He's been involved in the community. And that's why he, in my opinion, I call him the king of Buffalo, right? But that's because he carries himself so well. He's well-spoken. Yeah, I don't care about his interceptions. I don't care if he's had, you know, maybe subpar play compared to guys like Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts. I don't care about that. I care about what is exciting in the world of the NFL. And you can't just put Pat Mahomes on it every single year. You can't just put the same people over and over again. But you can definitely put Josh Allen on there, who is going to have, I believe, a, a year where they're going to correct a lot of things. And they're going to have a much different appearing offense, which we'll talk about later as well. But I, no curse because Pat Mahomes had a great season after he won on the cover with time. Exactly. And I think that the curse has been broken per se. I just think you can't really look into that. You have to think that this is a guy that I want to be on the cover because it's great for us in Bill's Mafia. We can go buy the game. Even if you don't, if you don't play it, you can have it as a collectible item. And Josh being on the cover, I think is cool too, because he played the game a lot as a kid growing up, he said, and it's been a dream come true for him. So seeing a guy, accomplish things and reap in the benefits of his superstardom is not a bad thing. And I think that if anybody deserves it, it definitely is Josh Allen. And it, whether you, you you like him on the field or not, you have to respect the way that he is a gamer. And that's exactly why people wanted to play alongside of him, even when he wasn't exactly looking as elite as he is. And you talked about that leap effect, you know, the, jo- the, the Allen leap. That's exactly what I'm talking about. This is a guy that came in no scholarship offers, plays at Wyoming. Everybody says he's inaccurate. He comes in, has, you know, next to nothing for offense, but he does what he does, and he keeps going and keeps going. And now look at this Buffalo Bills team to where it's a it's a, a premier destination, not just because of how it's built, but how Josh Allen is the quarterback. Guys want to play for a guy like that. And I think it's even more exciting because, really, he's a gamer. If you use him in that Madden NFL game, he's going to be unstoppable. He can run the football. He's tough. He's stiff-arming. And, again, just what an exciting thing to have Josh Allen being on the cover of the Madden NFL game. So, Montage, let's take a look at some of these more uh, more of these comments real fast. Um, I saw that Gage mentioned this, by the way. He said, Madden 05, the best. 
right here. And it, one of the best, right? Because one of the best soundtracks there is. But Montage, what do you think of this too? Again, he says that, you know, when he had the most interceptions, does that really deter anybody from earning the right to be on the cover of the Madden NFL game? I don't think so. Do you? Nah, obviously this guy's just trolling. So that's cool. I mean, I, I don't know who you're a fan of Jojo, but I mean, other than the chiefs, you know, nobody's really done anything in the playoffs lately and I, you know, or the Rams. So, you know, last three years, it's, I think it's been chiefs or Rams. So you, you know, take what you can get. I think the bills have been in the second round or the AFC championship game the last three years, three straight division titles. I mean, only one team can win the Super Bowl each year. And, uh, you know, this year for Buffalo looks to be it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped up for it. And then we got Josh Allen on the cover of Madden just makes it all the all the more better. I think that, um, you know, being the first player from the Bills organization on the cover is long overdue. Obviously, <clears throat> you know, the games early on when the Bills were really good um, kind of you know, had some different flair to it, had some, you know, the game was a little bit different. So, um, you know, now it's definitely more of a quarterback's kind of marketing, whereas before it was a lot of like running back and, and receiver type uh, marketing there. So I think um, it's it's really good overall for Buffalo, for Josh Allen himself, and for the Bills organization. Like I say, that the organization's been uh, putting their best foot forward ever since they hired the regime with Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean, they've done nothing but the best for the community, for their players and, and this organization itself as a whole. So I'm excited, man. I think that, that Josh Allen being on the cover of Madden is just kind of the, the cherry on top of the whipped cream, you know? Exactly. So I'm going to talk about some of the recent NFL um, Madden NFL cover athletes, but before we get into that, if you guys are just now tuning in, don't forget to hit that like and share. We're live here in the sit down on the built in Buffalo Mavericks, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter presented by Duff's famous wings of built in Buffalo is in partnership with West Hurt, ticket IQ, POB sports and Picasso's pizza. And of course, underdog fantasy, which is the sponsor for the Buffalo blitz, which you guys can catch Tuesday nights at 8 PM with Peter DiBiase and yours truly mafia montage. So Madden NFL 23, it was John Madden. You know what I mean? Of course, we all know with him passing, they paid homage. Madden 22, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, which kind of like we were talking about with the new Not Your Average podcast said, uh, you know, that that's kind of why you can't really look at the curse anymore. Lamar Jackson on Madden 21. I haven't really seen anything necessarily that could really think of anything curse-wise there. Madden 20 is Patrick Mahomes. Madden 19 is Antonio Brown. And, of course, he goes through whatever he goes through later on. Yeah, but that's that was due to happen. Madden 18, Tom Brady, Madden 17, Rob Gronkowski. All these guys have seemed to went on and do pretty good things. And even though Dell Beckham Jr., with all of his injuries and his lack of um, consistent success, was on the cover of Madden 16, and look what he's been able to accomplish as well. So that's how I feel about it. I don't really necessarily look at this curse. I think for a few years there, though, I was a little superstitious to the point where I necessarily didn't want him or a Bills player yeah. to be the cover athlete. But – you know, look at the last time that a Bills player won MVP. That was Thurman Thomas in the 1990s. So now the fact that we have a guy that's good enough to be, uh, you, you can't be a bozo to be on the cover. I mean, they've even used legendary players. They've used it, had to use two players sometimes. And that's just something that is, is exciting. And I think it just adds to the hype that is on this Bills train. And I think with all the expectations that we had last season and with everything that happened last season towards the end of it and all the injuries, I think that something like this is not not going to distract us whatsoever. I think it just adds to the hype and maybe adds some people onto the Bills Mafia bandwagon, which, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm a little hesitant to say that, but I'm okay with that as well.
well. So Montage, let's go on to our next subject here. This is one that we kind of highlighted a little bit last week about his potential destinations that he would like to play for. And he did, of course, list the Buffalo Bills as one of those. But the other one was the Miami Dolphins, recently cut by the uh, Minnesota Vikings. And a surprising, maybe not surprising move, of course, they're still – uh, trying to trade him before they are going to uh, cut him on Friday. But at the moment, it looks like the Dalvin Cook, uh, four-time Pro Bowl running back, will be released from the Minnesota Vikings, unless, of course, there is a trade. Now, like I said, he highlighted the Buffalo Bills, but he also highlighted the Miami Dolphins, which we all know the Miami Dolphins have been gearing up to try and take down the Buffalo Bills in the AFC East. And I think that they're probably either the second or third best built team in the AFC East. So right now, is it a, a potential scary thing should Dalvin Cook Sign with the Miami Dolphins and join that Miami offense with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Tua. Montage, what do you think? Yeah, I think the Miami roster is already pretty good um, and already, um, you know, given us awareness that, hey, you know, with, with Skylar Thompson as their quarterback, they gave us all we could handle um, in a playoff game. So, I, you know, I'm not sleeping on Miami in any sense. Uh, Delvin Cook, obviously, is from the South Florida area, so going home to play for uh, kind of his hometown team isn't something I really want to see. Uh, I think it does uh, have a little bit cause for concern. You know, it makes them a very hard team to defend and they're already going to be hard to defend with uh, what they've got on the roster. So um, I don't think so. I don't think they need a, a, another RB, um, but I mean, it's just like when you're in the NFL, you have to, get as many talented players as you can, you know, iron sharpens iron and, you know, they'll figure out who makes the 53 at the end of the day um, when they need to make that decision right now, they can have 90 players and have the best 90 players that you can have. The bills are doing that too. We thought they were done um, after signing Puna Ford and they still got Brandon shell, another right tackle. They got uh, Leonard Floyd. Now another defensive end, even though, Von Miller's come out and say he's gearing up to play week one. You know, that's kind of his goal. So I think even though uh, teams have, you know, rooms at positions, you know, position rooms that are seemingly full, like even the Bills, like I don't think Delvin Cook necessarily fits any sort of need with the Bills. But if you want all the best players on your team and he'll accept a contract to come play with his brother here, I don't mind it. But I think that then pushes, you know, Damian Harris versus Delvin Cook to see who makes the team in that role, in my opinion. But, yeah, you know, we'll see. I think I, I'd rather have Delvin Cook on the Bills than on the Dolphins. I'll say that. Here's think? the thing, too. I, I like that Gage brought it up, the 12-gauge of Bills Mafia. Um, I don't think that they necessarily need another running back. I think that Raheem Moster, when he is healthy, is more than capable of being running back one for any squad. Um, if you guys don't remember, he previously played for the San Francisco 49ers under Mike McDaniel's offense. And he was elite in the playoffs to the point where Jimmy Garoppolo barely even had any passing yards, but he ran for like 275. And I believe that's what willed them through the NFC championship to get to the Super Bowl to play and eventually lose to the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. But again, Miami's definitely going to try to add something. Their their strength is definitely their offense. They definitely don't have a scrub defense, um, but their strength is their offense. And I think when you have guys like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, if you add a guy like Dalvin Cook, I don't know if it necessarily makes them that much more intimidating to me. I think that Raheem Mostert has his own sense of danger in, in respect to him because Dalvin Cook is only going to just 
I think, again, like I kind of talked about last week, command too many touches to where it's going to throw off the offensive chemistry for them. So it could perhaps, and it might sound crazy, this might be a hot take, could perhaps be a signing that would maybe hurt the Dolphins just because of the chemistry that already exists on that offense. I mean, the, they found a way to make it work with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, but if you add a guy like Dalvin Cook in there, when you already have Raheem Mostert getting whatever touches he gets, uh, that just throws it off for me. And that's why I think the Bills, sure, if he wants to take a real small contract, which we don't know what exactly he is going to command financially, if he's going to want to get paid or if he is expecting to take a, a minimum deal, one-year deal, that type of stuff, I just don't think that the Bills need to go after a guy like him either. Um, and you can't necessarily sign guys just to prevent them from going to another <clears throat> another team in your division. And it's just because the Do financial anything you don't want work for this that. America. <laughs> Montage, you're right. Very, you're very right about that. I just think Dalvin Cook would sure it'd be kind of cool to see the competition amongst brothers. But I just don't think that it would mesh well with the Bills. I don't know if it necessarily makes the Dolphins that much more scary to me. If the Bills are clicking on all levels, I'll say it and I'll say it again, that the Bills are the team to beat because when they are doing everything right, they have every piece of this team that is built well in all three phases of football. So if they are the ones that can find a way to keep the consistency going, stay healthy, I just don't know if it really necessarily makes Miami that much more dangerous. But then again, I don't know. We'll see. He is a person that can obviously, for a running back, he can, not only does he run the football well, he's got a thousand yards, I believe, in the last four seasons. He's one of a few players. Um, but he's also really well, he, he can attack you in the passing game. So yeah, I mean, it could maybe make them more dangerous, but it doesn't scare me to the point where I'm necessarily, you know, oh, we don't want Miami to go get him. And there's no, there's no guarantee that Miami even does sign him because, again, like I said, maybe they just don't see him fitting into the offense. But if you guys are just now tuning in, you're live here in the sit-down presented by Duff's Famous Wings right here on the Built in Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter hosted by myself, the Sauce God at Buffalo Sauce God across all social media platforms. And join here my co-host, Lance Nelson, a.k.a. the Mafia Montage, at Mafia Montage on Twitter. And if you guys have not done so, subscribe to the YouTube channel like the Twitter page, follow us and like us on Facebook as well, because Facebook is just near over a hundred thousand followers. And I'm telling you what, that's big time stuff right there. So montage, we want those comments to keep on flowing guys. Don't forget that super chat is heavily prioritized. If you're watching on YouTube, you send a super chat. We'll see that comment. Boom. You get yourself something highlighted. Unless of course it is something hateful. Cause we don't tolerate that here. Before we move on from uh, Delvin cook too, I think, um, his contract in Minnesota, he was getting like $12.6 a year. Um, he signed a big, you know, five-year contract um, for $63 million. So average salary at 12.6. I think he's going to command between 6 and $8 million annually um, in the free agent market. Um, some think he could get as low as four. We had this discussion inside of our BIB chat earlier. So shout out to our guy Stokes who thinks – uh, maybe coming in around four million. Uh, myself and a rich kind of were thinking six to eight million. So um, interesting out there for what his market might be. Uh, but those are our thoughts within Built in Buffalo. Uh, just to share a little something with you guys. You know, that's just our opinion. Obviously, uh, we don't know for sure, but just based upon the contract he was uh, under before, and you know what the RB market's like now. That we could see anywhere from four to eight million per year for Delvin Cook on the open market here. Um, and teams uh, may look at his past and reward him for that and and give him more than that. But I, if you're a Buffalo Bill um, general manager, if you're Brandon Bean, you're probably not looking to, to spend more than 
you know, 4 million on a guy like that. If, if they want to try to bring him in, I mean, it's, it's not a bad option to try to bring a guy in so that he doesn't sign with another team. If you have the, the flexibility to do so, the bills don't necessarily have that flexibility, I think with the Leonard Floyd signing and things like that, but um, it'd be interesting to see what he gets and, and where he goes. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff about DeAndre Hopkins and where he would go as well. And he ends up getting his first visit with the Titans who weren't even mentioned there anywhere. So, you know, I don't think Miami is a lock to land uh, Delvin Cook. They do have a lot of line, uh, running backs already on their roster. Obviously, you know, that's again, he's from South Florida. So that's where that comes from. You don't know what the interest level from uh, the the Dolphins is. I saw uh, McDaniels did get asked about that earlier. Yeah, today, he responded and, like a freaking weirdo. Yeah, that guy, I don't understand him at all, but yeah. to each he his own. I mean, I wasn't born yesterday. I was like, okay, come on, Mike, get off so, the screen. Yeah. yeah I think, too, one when of you look at the running back market, the, uh, too, Montage, you know, the running backs aren't getting paid top dollar, and when they are, they're getting cut, you know, the third year, like Dalvin Cook, into their contract. He just signed a five-year, 60-something million-dollar extension in 2020, and then he gets cut. So running backs are always drafted, and they're drafted now – in later rounds than previously. Like you don't see many guys that get drafted in round one at the running back position, unless there's something that really sticks out that they are that good of a, a prospect. Like a guy like Saquon Barkley was said to be the number one overall prospect in the year that he was drafted as well. Right. So that right there, maybe makes his market, um, it did, maybe makes it an opportunity for him to go play somewhere where he thinks he can win a championship and sign for a little bit less, take a one-year deal, maybe sign an extension with that team. I don't know exactly, but we will see what the market commands for Dalvin Cook, who was just recently cut, expected to be cut tomorrow by the Vikings, should he not be traded. So, Montage, I'm loving what we got going here so far. We're live here on the sit-down every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Built in Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And this is presented by Duff's Famous Wings. Hit that like and share. We've got all of our segments still ahead, by the way, including bada-bing, forget about it, victory formation, pain trains, unsung hero, mafia montage, and getting saucy. So, Montage, you ready to talk about this next one? Because I'll tell you what, I know you can spend a lot of time on this topic, and that's a good thing. But Damar Hamlin has fully participated in drills with the Buffalo Bills for the first time since his collapse against the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday Night Football of last season, in which he suffered a cardiac arrest. And, of course, we all know what happened as a result. It was never said that he was going to be able to fully play football again, if he was ever even going to be able to, to go about a normal lifestyle. But this right here is some of the most incredible news. I'm getting goosebumps as I'm talking about this. And what a sight to see. I think that this is something that can really inspire this football team. I think that this is something that can, it can inspire anybody, it, whether you're a fan of another team or a person that doesn't even like football. This is something that can inspire you because look at the way that this young man has worked his ass off to come back and play a game that almost took his life, but he is so damn passionate about, and he loves his team. He loves the city of Buffalo and everything that he is doing is incredible montage. What do you make of DeMar Hamlin fully participating in team drills for the first time since that game? Yeah. freaking love it, man. I wore my Hamlin Jersey on uh, Tuesday for the show. I've just been so excited watching his journey back and, you know, root, obviously rooting as hard as you can for, and as hard as I am for anybody, um, you know, he's just uh, just an incredible story. He's an incredible presence. Um, he's becoming more than just a football player and kind of uh, an inspiration. So I, I think it's amazing for a man to have his heart stop on a field and then come out, come back out there and put a helmet on. Now, he hasn't had any pads on yet. Um, there's been a lot of talk. People are wondering about training camp and this 
look, he's going to be on this roster and he's going to play. He's not going to go on any sort of a pup list or NFI list uh, that we know of. I think he's going to be a part of the training camp, be a part of the team, just like anybody else. They did check on him after a certain collision um, during practice when they weren't in pads. And I'm sure when they get in pads, they'll do the same thing and just keep an eye on him and make sure. But I don't think that it's going to prevent him from actually doing anything. He's going to have full participation. And um, unless something else aside from, um, you know, his heart condition happens, I don't think there's any reason to think he's not going to be the fourth safety on this roster. So here's what I'm thinking. The only reason DeMar Hamlin might not make the active roster and maybe put on the practice squad is just because of the recent signing of, you know, Taylor Rapp and then having Jordan Poyer extend and Micah Hyde. Maybe that opens the door for him to still be like the fourth safety on this, uh, on the list. But you also have Dean Marlowe, um, again, re-signed by the Buffalo Bills. So I just wonder if maybe he is going to make the, because I'm not trying to knock on DeMar Hamlin, but I mean, he wasn't exactly playing at the most elite level. And there were a lot of issues at our safety position when we had guys like Micah Hyde down and Jordan Poyer even go down. So I think that Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer are expected to obviously come out there and start. And as long as they're healthy, that's great. But I think there's still a good chance that DeMar Hamlin maybe works his tail off and he makes this active roster because he is already familiar. And because, you know, we kind of owe it to the guy to give him a chance. And if he is showing us everything that he has been showing us, especially with making contact and fully participating, I think you got to give the guy a shot to be on the active roster, especially, especially week one. So my opinion is that he will play. Um, Again, I think he's, there's a better chance that he's going to spend a good amount of time on the practice squad. It all depends on what the depth chart is looking like due to injuries and everything like that for this Bill squad. But what a sight to see. Um, You know, it's incredible to see the amount of support that people in the world of sports and just in the world in general are showing towards DeMar Hamlin and everything that's gone on. And of course, with the way that the Bills handled the whole entire situation. So uh, another quick shout out and just showing love to all those that were involved that made sure that DeMar Hamlin was able to, uh, at this point, be alive and able to come back to the football field. And props to McDermott and Brandon Bean and the rest of the entire Bills roster for being there to support their brother to come back and play football. So I'm excited to see DeMar Hamlin get the opportunity. Montage, let's take a look at some of those comments real fast before we kind of get into some of the other stuff that we've got here. Yeah, uh, John, Robert, appreciate all the comments, John. As always, McDermott said he'll go at DeMar's pace. Absolutely. They're just going to um, – but they're not going to hold him back by any means unless he need. I mean, he's been diagnosed with Commodio Cordis, having that be a freak accident, and he's recovered. He's cleared by all his doctors to play again, and he's just going to play. I mean, that's as long as he can keep going, um, you know, shout out to Cincinnati, like Gage says here too. That's um, – you know, everyone there was, was awesome. Um, other thing, this was about Dalvin Cook, uh, maybe the Cowboys, Broncos, those kind of teams. Are, you know, yeah, the Broncos are heavily, uh, supposedly heavily looking for Dalvin Cook's services. So, um, but with Demar, um, just uh, just again, a great inspiration, great story. But he is also, to me, you know, pretty well. Yeah, he played well in Poyer's spot. As well as you can. Um, and then Poy- yeah. and Poyer was yeah. playing Hyde spot when all that went down. And I thought he played pretty well. I think he's probably, I'm hesitant to say head and shoulders, but I think he's head and shoulders better than Dean Marlowe by far. 
And I just don't think that there's another player on this roster that really challenges DeMar if he's fully healthy and able to come back to what, you know, we saw. I think there's a lot of unknowns in that statement. But if if that's the case, he's uh, the fourth safety um, by a pretty long shot, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around 200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. You know, when you put it that way, yeah. You know what I mean? DeMar Hamlet definitely did play um, pretty well in, his, in, in the place of either of those two safeties uh, as best as you can, especially when they're both all pro caliber safeties. But again, it just, I think that when this Bills team saw him go down, yeah, they come out and they respond um, the way that they do. And it, it, there was a lot of magic that surrounded it at that moment. But I think when you got back to Cincinnati, it kind of just put a damper on us because of what had happened there. So for him to be able to come back, and be able to participate and be on this team. I think that that is what this Buffalo Bills squad truly needs, just to have that little bit of a an edge of inspiration, just to see a guy like that lose his life, come back. And even though, you know, for me, if I had lost my life on the football field personally, I don't know if I would want to try and come back and play that same game. I'd just be trying to focus on my health. But, you know, then again, I don't have that same passion of playing the game of football like some of these guys do. So I think if the Bills players see that, especially on defense, offense, it doesn't matter. That's only going to add inspiration and add to the mojo that we have going into this NFL season with, you know, uh, winning a lacrosse title for the city of Buffalo and then Josh Allen being on the cover of Madden NFL and Vaughn Miller expecting to come back week one. There's just a lot of things that are working in the favor of the Buffalo Bills. Let's keep those positive vibes flowing. Let's keep the support going for DeMar Hammond. If you guys haven't already done so, you can also contribute to DeMar, uh, DeMar Hammond's charity, which has obviously raised a ton, a ton of money from the community and uh, the world of sports, which is incredible to see. But if you guys are just now tuning in, you're live here in the sit down on the built-in Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter presented by Duff's Famous Wings, hosted by the Sauce Guy to Mafia Montage. And don't forget that PLB Sports, Picasso's Pizza, West Turk, Ticket I Q and Underdog Fantasy are also proud partners of the Built in Buffalo Network. If you haven't already done so, like and follow the, uh, the Facebook page. Make sure to give us a follow on the Twitter page and subscribe to that YouTube channel because we are flowing with Bill's content, podcasts, news, anything that you guys want, but it's the most entertaining, accurate, and the best freaking content for the Buffalo Bills in the entire world. So, Montage, any other comments that you want to highlight real fast before we move on to our next subject, which I'm excited to talk about because you both and I, you and I were both there on Monday to see a little bit of what was going on, but let's take a look real fast. Uh, DeMar is a dynamo. Love that comment. Hey, go Bills. Jarg the Jarg. And Hamlin is better than Marlowe. John Robert agrees with me, which is great. And I John think I'm going to sleep much better tonight knowing that John and I are on the same page with DeMar Hamlin. 
love you, John. You and JR, huh? Excellent. Well, Montage, this is one that I'm excited to talk about because for those of you out there that have not already seen what's going on with the community of Buffalo and former superstar receiver Stevie Johnson, Stevie Johnson has been active with the youth and as well as still the community of Buffalo, which is incredible to see, right? But Monday night, he had a flag football tournament hosted at LaSalle Park, now named Ralph uh, Ralph Wilson Centennial Park, right there next to the lake, um, right there in downtown Buffalo. What an incredible thing to see, because when I show up, I didn't exactly know, you know, Montage has got the, I got a team shirt and everything, and he's walking around like he's seven foot tall. He knows everybody. Hey, you going to week four? I was loving that, right? But got a chance to meet Stevie Johnson, got a chance to actually talk to the guy. And for somebody who is, in my opinion, one of the more superstar receivers that this Bills organization has seen, especially in the last 25 years, I think it's incredible to see a guy still active with the community the way that he is. And he's truly humble and he truly takes time to, you know, to sign autographs for kids. He's there teaching. And wow, there were just a ton of different teams, ton of different uh, team drills going on. And it was exciting to watch some of these kids playing actual two-hand touch football. Uh, there was kids getting mossed out there, incredible stuff, right? But if you're a local business and you want to get involved, it's very easy. You can either message myself, Mafia Montage. We can actually communicate that to Stevie Johnson and get you guys involved because he does have a nonprofit for it. And this is a great way to get back to the community, get back to the youth, and give some of these youth a place and a thing to do to keep them out of trouble because I love the city of Buffalo. I love Western New York, but sometimes it can be a little draining with the snow. And that's why a lot of people fall to, in my opinion, no, no disrespect, but a lot of people fall to the drinking lifestyle and the hamster wheel that exists in that world. So this kind of encourages kids to have a, a safe place to grow, to play the game that they love, especially with a player like Stevie Johnson, who you can easily look up to and want to definitely show off in front of. So I think that that's incredible stuff, right? But wow, it was a really great event from 6 to 8 p.m. I believe he'll have more of those in the coming weeks as well, but he's active every day. Montage, what did you make of Monday night and what's going on with Handle Business, Have Fun, a.k.a. HBHF? Yeah, so Exposure Academy is the nonprofit. Um, you know, they have it at club underscore XA. I think on social media. So check out Exposure Academy um, by Stevie Johnson. Just a great place for kids to grow, not only in the game of football. So he's not only taking these kids through the drills and what it takes to be an athlete and how to be successful at the receiver position or other positions in football, but he's doing things like taking, I think he's got a handful of kids that are going, taking cooking classes learning financial responsibilities. It's not all about football. It's about being a great person in the game of life. And that's what it really is for me too. I have such a passion for our youth in America because we need um, to make this world a better place for them. That's me as a father. Um, I have a three-year-old. There's nothing I want to see more than that little boy grow up and just be happy at whatever he wants to do. And so I carry that. I'm very humbled to be involved with C.B. Johnson and to be able to watch some of these kids, some of the kids I knew from being at other events, there's kids dancing. Um, there's a kid on kids our screen like right there. Who, Look at G. Who loves the Buffalo exactly. Bills, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Say hi, John. And we're going to get G out to a game this year. I can't wait for that. But it's all this, all this stuff like, you know, this is what matters really um, around the game of football. This is what football is actually meant for. You actually learn lessons. You actually are able to interact and be able to be a part um, of society more than just playing a game. And I think that that's the overall message here. Handle your business, be responsible, and then go out and have a good time in a responsible manner as well. So that's 
the way Stevie lives, handle business, have fun. That's his credo. And I love it. I subscribe to it. I'm, I'm all in on that. Um, you know, like I said, I've been at a couple events now. I'm going to keep going to these events. I think that you guys got to come out and check out what Stevie's doing in the community. He's going to have uh, a show coming out, I believe, following his Exposure Academy with the kids doing the, the cooking classes and those kind of things. So check it out. And um, yeah, here's uh, Chris coming in with a good question. Yep, from the Buffalo area. Uh, yep. I grew up. Uh, I'm living in Buffalo right now. I grew up uh, in Syracuse area, uh, a little outside of Syracuse, but I've been around Buffalo since I was three years old. I started coming to games. Uh, Saw Scott here is from just outside of Buffalo as well, uh, more towards Rochester, right? Is that? Yeah, but I mean, most of my roots still come from the city of Buffalo. And like, you know, like being uh, my my mother being pregnant with me in the 1994 game uh, in the playoffs against the Raiders. Like that's like Buffalo is in my blood. So just to see a guy who could easily enjoy retirement and focus on other business ventures to take time out of his schedule, his incredibly hectic, busy schedule, because what he is doing is not just like we were talking about this football. It's also going to be like a club. It, it's just incredible to see the amount of things that he's doing. And I also, uh, he spoke with Lance and I about, how he's going to try to actually get a college accredited program involved with this too, which I think is great because in this world, I, I believe that the school system in, in a way has failed the youth because they don't necessarily tell you about the other career options that you can take, the other ways that you can achieve, you know, your own individual success and the ways that, you know, that you can monetize whatever you're doing so that you could support a family, do whatever it takes to live your life. Right. So that's what we're talking about. It's about growth. And I think it's great to see what's coming. It's only going to get better. So for those of you that have not already gotten involved, you don't have to be somebody with kids or be a kid. You can be somebody just that wants to come and get out and be involved with the community and give back because Montage and I don't do this for any sort of notoriety or any sort of pay. We do this so that we can get closer and closer to the Buffalo Bills and the community of Buffalo and Western New York as well because Montage and I are passionate about, yes, our, the kids are our future, but also this incredible community of Western New York has always been something beautiful and i just want to see that only continue with tradition and continue with teaching the youth and keeping them out of trouble and giving them an opportunity to really even get like you said the exposure it doesn't just mean football it means all areas of life so what an incredible thing to see um of course i'm sure that montage and i will be sharing or posting about his upcoming events if you guys want to get interested some of the local businesses around Buffalo have already been contacted about it. But if you guys are interested and you have a small business, anything like that, or you are even, um, hey, there's a business I could suggest to you guys, feel free to message myself on either Twitter, Facebook, whatever it may be, or Mafia Montage as well so that you guys can get involved with it because it's a really great opportunity. And it's even a great opportunity to get local businesses some more exposure for themselves and get them involved with something that can also help their business grow as well because I preach local and small businesses all day long. So maybe we can tailgate sometime this, uh, this should be an event too. Exactly. I definitely agree with that. And there's a big time week four event with built in Buffalo montage. If you want to comment on that. Yeah, we'll have more details coming out, but built in Buffalo uh, is planning to be out there week four against Miami uh, at the game in, in Miami. We don't we'll have all the details of where we're parking, where we're tailgating, all that stuff coming out and love to meet you. I'm on Sheldon road tailgating with my crew. Um, most most uh, games, so always hit me up on social media uh, anywhere, and um, you know I'd love to meet up with anybody. I'm gonna try to get my girls mafia game going this year. I got a nice little charcoal Weber going that my in-laws just gave me. So um, I I went over to the girls mafia event at uh, Como Park this past weekend. 
uh, learned from some of those people over there. Uh, great people, Valentina making the chimichurri skewers, and we had Iman making. He's from South Buffalo. He's making uh, wings. Maybe even a appearance of some sauce from the sauce guy. Who knows? There you go. We'll have to get some. And uh, and then the guys from the Bills Hemet Bar were there. So. A lot of cool stuff that people are doing. I'm going to see if I can get my grill game to a level where I'm comfortable, you know, doing it on a weekly basis. But definitely for week, my plan is for at least week four and the Giants game, because uh, I got a lot of family and stuff coming up for that game. Those two events, I definitely want to be manning the grill and getting some good stuff out there. Um, you know, spatchcock chickens, chicken wings, um, whatever we got. We might grill some sausages up to throw in so and sauces sauce there we'll get we'll get some spaghetti and meatball have a little uh hey, yeah, maybe we can use your sauce in a, in a little sandwich have a little have a little grinder there have a sandwich you know Girl. what i'm saying yes yeah, so i love it little little meatball great stuff so far we've got our usual segments just ahead of us right here in the sit down which is live every thursday night at 7 p.m eastern standard time on the built-in buffalo networks facebook youtube and twitter make sure to like follow share subscribe all the above and if you guys like shorts reels and all that stuff too check in the coming days for highlights of the sit down which also if you are any uh if you guys are not able to catch the live version of the show we do have this available via audio podcast apple podcast spotify podcast wherever you may get your podcast the built-in buffalo podcast network has all of the live shows airing on such podcast networks as well for those of you that just want to be able to you know close your phone and listen to this it will be available usually the next day so montage we've got our next one here it's one of our usual segments of Bada Bing, Bada Boom, and that is going to be what is the good that we've seen in the world of the sports. And right now, Montage, I'm going to start us off. How about them damn Buffalo Bandits winning the entire championship for the NLL and winning a championship for the city of Buffalo? Of course, they were there right, right there last year, and they finished second. Uh, what an incredible thing to see. in the city of Buffalo, whether it may be something less popular like lacrosse, it's cool to see the city of Buffalo getting some type of national championship to where now I feel like maybe that's something else to kind of offset some of the things that happened last year. Maybe we roll into this season going to get that Lombardi trophy with that um, happening for the Buffalo Bandits. So congratulations to the National Lacrosse League champion Buffalo Bandits for the city of Buffalo. Montage, what do you got for us for bada bing, bada boom? Yeah, um, we touched on a little bit, but I just want to say, you know, Demar Hamlin um, coming out and and doing the um, uh, CPR classes in Buffalo, just getting people all trained up, uh, getting everyone aware, and just everything around Demar Hamlin right now is such a positive thing. And then um, obviously we talked about what Stevie Johnson's doing in the community. Saw Josh Allen over at 500 Pearl Street tonight, and uh, I really think that. You know, a lot of a lot of positivity going on in the community here in Buffalo, and the the Bandits winning the championship is um, certainly great. But I think we're going to have a couple of more uh, professional sports teams following suit, and maybe um, you know, like I think that the Bills are are just so close to being able to to grab a Super Bowl, but only one team can win it, and then the Sabers uh, obviously coming up and being um, you know so close to a playoff appearance this year. And we're hoping to take that next step next year. So Buffalo is a growing place. It's a great place to be. And it's just great to see the city um, having such a great, uh, having such great things happening. Um, a lot of concerts happening here as well. So just a lot of cool stuff coming through the city of Buffalo. And, you know, if you're not plugged into it, you know, follow us on social media, um, you know, get involved, you know, ask us what we're doing, you know, anything, you know, we, we love to be out in the community 
and we'd love to be involved. So if you ever need, you know, things with volunteering and stuff like that, you know, reach out to us, let us know. And, and we, we love, we love that part of the, the Buffalo scene. And that's got to say him what? Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. I love it, Montage. So let's get to our next segment here of Forget About It. But if you haven't done so already, hit that like and share button. Get those comments flowing because we are in our usual set of segments here to carry us for the rest of the show of what is Forget About It. Well, that's what is the ugly that we've seen in the world of sports this week. So you know what, Montage, I'm going to take the high road here. And, you know, I just – I haven't seen anything really negative for me to really discuss. I think that with all the positivity, I'm going to take the route that you took last week and, and say that I got nothing this week, but forget about it. So you know what? Forget about it for this segment. Montage, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to go to Isaiah Rogers of the Indianapolis Colts gambling on football and probably ruining his career. Um, gambling of any nature is, is um, tough because you I can will definitely say this, get though, pulled into it. ESPN will show a commercial for DraftKings right afterwards. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, That's it all is. I'm saying. Yeah, and it's um, it's just absolutely. Um, I think they definitely um, should. They kind of have to punish this guy and throw the book at him. Unfortunately, um, you know, just sets a bad example. Obviously, you know, Pete Rose, uh, the way that was handled, we all know. So I, I just I feel uh, I feel like this guy is more sorry that he got caught than sorry for doing it because he did it so many times. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got him and we got uh, Michelle Holloman in here. What's up, dog? So, dude, Madden is so it's going to be so dope. We already kind of went over it and it's just it's going to be awesome. I, I think I can't you know, I can't wait. I already uh, got my pre-order in. I can't wait to get the, the download. I'm going to check in. Someone said they were able to get a beta version for testing or whatever. I want to definitely do that. Yeah. Before we move on, I just want to highlight this one real quick. Um, we did pick up a corner. Just got. Um, yep. Dantzler, kind of and I think that, I think Dantzler, Dane Jackson, and, and Benford and Elam all being here is is enough at corner. I don't know that we need – if there's a guy out there um, that can help us, I don't necessarily say we shouldn't pick him up, but I think we've added enough at that position right now to have a set. So. Well, excellent. Montage, let's move on to our next segment here of Victory Formation. So what what will the the Bills Bills do differently on offense to stop Woes from last season? I wanted to take this one first. I wanted to announce it first because I want to go to you first. You're a little bit more of the offensive kind of guy being the receiver. And, and I want to take the defense first. So I'm going to come out here and say, what do you think the bills need to do or will do to stop the woes from last season? Simple protect Josh Allen, stay healthy and have an identity on offense. Now that you have James cook as the RB one, you've got Damian Harris slotted to be the RB two. You've got the opportunity to have Latavius Murray on there. You got Naheem Hines now knowing his game is in the return game. Now you have yourself more of an identity where you're not exactly uh, sure of who is going to be your primary running back between James Cook and Devin Singletary, the same way that we saw last season. So I think that this year the Buffalo Bills are going to learn to run the football a lot more and stop relying a little bit on Josh Allen's necessarily hero ball, even though he is capable of doing such things, allowing him to kind of take a little bit off of his own shoulders is only going to make this Bills offense, I think, have less pressure and more ability to focus 
on exactly finishing drives because last season the Bills' biggest problem was that they could not finish drives. They made stupid decisions that ended up shooting themselves in the foot, even things that were outside of Josh's control, so like some of those interceptions that were talked about earlier of why he shouldn't be the cover athlete on the Madden NFL game. But I think that now if you maybe tune in – Tune up some of those drops that Dawson Knox had, Gabe Davis had. And if Gabe Davis is healthy, I think that he's going to be a much different uh, receiver this year and kind of what we expected to see out of him last season. And we did so in increments, right? But I think if we tune in, if we, we get those drops eliminated, we eliminate some of those plays where we're shooting ourselves in the foot. And if we could stop getting penalized on the offensive line, which is going to only back us up and make things more difficult, that is what's going to make this whole offense much different. I think now that you've added a guy like Dalton Kincaid, you've got, like I said, James Cook slotted to be RB1. You've got Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis coming in. You've got Khalil Shakir, Dawson Knox with uh, maybe a little bit less on his shoulders, obviously starting the season last year with a tragedy in his family. I think that it just sets this Bills offense up for a much better time. And I think, too, Montage, you'll like this one, the addition of Brandon Shell at the offensive tackle position and Osiris Torrance at the ta- uh, guard position is what's going to make this Bills offensive line able to protect Josh Allen and able to establish the run game that much easier. And now with Ken Dorsey going into year two, a year of experience under his belt, I think he's only going to get better because Montage, I think the same thing happened with Brian Dable. You got, you got to figure things out. You've got to learn to adjust. You've got to learn how to become a play caller and how to handle the situations that come about you every single game. So now another year of experience and all the years that he has had working alongside Josh Allen, even when he was the quarterback coach, I think just sets this Bill's offense up for a much more explosive attack on the offensive side of the football montage. Yeah, definitely. And then my biggest thing with the offense is to eliminate the turnovers. I mean, we've talked about it with people are saying, oh, interception king, blah, this and that. It's like, yes, that's what's going to change this year. We need to take care of the football, fumbles, interceptions, all of those things. We need to make sure we protect the football and yes, protect Josh Allen. That's a must do. But look, we have added a ton to this offensive line. Connor McGovern, Osiris Torrance, now Brandon Shell coming in to compete. We already have Bates and Morse and Dawkins. Um, this is going to be a solid offensive line this year. I think the um, the amount of uh, assets they've sunk into the um, into the offensive line, I think, should pay dividends. And I think. This is exactly right. Pull that back up with Wayne um, coming in. Yeah, you got it. This is what they mean when they talk about in the in the media when they interview and they ask these questions like the coach is going to come out there and give everyone the blueprint. But this is the biggest takeaway is take care of the football and get what you can get on each play. Don't hold the like, – we got to stop. Allen is his biggest – downside is him holding the football and wanting to take that shot downfield every single play we need to move the football and take care of it and not turn it over because guess what if we don't turn it over we have a couple more wins in the regular season and then in the postseason you know turnovers didn't really have to play a part because we just came out flat that game against the Bengals and just missed a bunch of opportunities and that was more so on the protection aspect so I think that those things get cleaned up on offense and you see this, this offense has weapons outside of digs. It has, you know, James cook and, and Damon Harris are going to be a problem in the backfield for folks. And I, and I think it's going to be an exciting season. I can't wait to get to training camp. 
Um, I'm going to go there and be able to see these guys doing things live, seeing like guys like Deontay Hardy that people are sleeping on. Look, we have upgraded our weapons. And like Sauce God said, we need to make sure that those drops and those plays that are, are just shooting ourselves in the foot are eliminated. And I really think that we're poised for that kind of year this year. I think that Allen and Dorsey are going to get on the same page. It's not going to be hero ball every play. And going forward, I'm looking for this offensive line to carry that load and make sure that Allen, if he wants to hold the ball to take a shot, can and have the protection to get the ball down the field. Amen to that montage. Great stuff. And I like the comments I've seen from everybody. Keep those comments flowing. If you haven't already done so, like and share. You're live here on the sit down on the built in Buffalo Networks, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Hosted by myself, the Sauce God at Buffalo Sauce God across all social media platforms. And of course, join here with my co-host as always at Mafia Montage, who you can also catch Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, in the Buffalo Blitz with Peter DiBiase. And make sure to hit that like, share, follow, and subscribe for all of Built in Buffalo's social medias and if you have not already done so check us out on the podcast network as well but that's going to take us into our next segment here one that i am going to bring out here for montage because it gets incredibly hyped and i'm just going to let you have it this time let's bring out the pain trains here in the sit down The pain trains are coming, baby. And let me tell you, Montage is our defense now complete with the addition of Leonard Floyd. And are they completely bolstered up? Definitely. I think, you know, um, you know, Jar J, the Jar GJ coming in, asking about cornerback is one of the very few places where you can see there's uncertainty. Other than that, there's middle linebacker, which we're hearing great things out of guys like Bernard and Dorian Williams in camp. You also have veterans like Dodson and Klein back there in the linebacker room. So I'm not necessarily concerned at all about corner or about uh, middle linebacker, but the cornerback, we need to see Elam step up. We need to see Benford play well again, like we did last year. Um, he got the in- he had the injury, and we're not sure. Um, you know, what we exactly are going to have in those two players, Elam and Benford. So you got a kid in Alex Austin that's coming in, going to compete um, for, you know, the back end of the roster role. He's uh, got to compete with Dane Jackson, who's another late round pick that we know who Dane Jackson is. And if we need to use him, uh, I feel okay about that. Um, I don't think that he's going to be an every down cornerback, but if he needs to step in and play, um, we listen, we have, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer back this year. If you don't think that that's going to mask or help mask those or help those corners be successful at all, then you're kidding yourself. Those guys being back on the field together is going to make a world of difference for the secondary. Um, you got Al Hokum in here is working for the working with the secondary and the linebackers mostly right now. Al Hokum's an extremely smart guy. Um, these guys are going to be ready to go. I'm excited to see what we're going to get out of Elam and Benford specifically, but even uh, the other corners, I, you know, I don't think there's a huge path for more corners to play. Uh, we have Teron Johnson, obviously, and we have Taylor Rapp, who's a safety, but who can come down in the box and play, you know, if we are in sort of a dime look, you know, with like three safeties and Teron Johnson still on the field, you know, three corners. So I think you really can expect um, this secondary to, to show out with the with the Jordan, Hoyer, and Micah Hyde tandem in behind those cornerbacks. So, you know, 
don't don't worry about the the secondary. I think they're going to be fine. Like I say, with um, with those guys back there, and then you have the defensive line. We got Puna Ford signed. We got Leonard Floyd signed. Now this defensive line is going to be nasty. Even you know, Von Miller is an uncertainty. He wants the target to play week one. We'll see what happens. But regardless of Von Miller's status, even Rousseau and Floyd on one on the defense with Ed Oliver and either Puna Ford or Dequan Jones out there, it's still going to be a very tough defensive line to to block up and defend or you know protect against. And then you have McDermott calling plays now, which is going to add another blitz element and aggression element to the defense. So Leonard Floyd just kind of does wrap that all up, bolsters up the defense, and gets it into a complete unit, I think, um, coming into Especially should Vaughn Miller be year. completely healthy for week one, too. I think that only adds to the continuity of the defensive line and linebackers playing alongside of each other, too. So that's a really good thing as well. Yeah, for sure. All right, Montage, I love it so far. We've had some great stuff, great comments. And for those of you out there that are just now tuning in, don't forget to hit that like and share. we still got more ahead here live in the sit-down every Thursday night, p.m., uh, p.m., 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Built in Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And that's going to lead us into our next one here of the unsung hero. Will the unexpected extension of Ed Oliver pay off with more production? Montage, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I think it's going to be – easier for Ed Oliver to get production this year with we like we just talked about this defensive line is going to be pretty nasty it's going to be um an area that teams are going to struggle with you can only you know double team if you keep a tight end in that's six on four so you can potentially double team a guy but who are you going to double team um because you're going to have game wreckers on both sides of the line left and the right so you have Rousseau and either, you know, Rousseau and Oliver or Floyd and Oliver, you know, and then you have Puna Ford or Daquan Jones with, with the other guy. So this defensive line and the players we have in this defensive line room are going to help help guys like Ed Oliver tremendously. I think Ed Oliver comes out and just has a great year. And I don't know. The thing is with that Oliver is I don't know that he's going to get all the stats that you want him to get. Mm-hmm. Okay, he might not be a double digit sack guy consistently, but I think we're going to look for him to make the plays in the crunch times when he needs to beat his guy. Can he do it? Um, mm-hmm. Last year so far, you know, I, I see him getting double teamed and I'm going back and trying to watch tape on this defensive line to get an idea on, you know, what their struggles were last year. Um, Ed Oliver getting double teamed and being allowed to get double teamed was was a huge issue. And I think coming in and having Ed Oliver kind of freed up with the amount of talent on this defensive line you're going to see, you're definitely going to um, see Ed Oliver in a new light, I think, after the season. Amen to that. I think that you kind of highlighted it best there when we said – you know, he might not get you the stats. And that's because traditionally defensive tackles don't get you a ton of stats unless they're named Aaron Donald, right? But if Ed Oliver has uh, – remember last season he gets the safety basically, which like wins the game. Like that's the type of Ed Oliver production that I want to see almost week in and week out because the money that he is getting is is top dollar. And because we drafted him ninth overall, we need a top 10 uh, 
a first round pick type of production out of him. And not to say that he hasn't, but I think it's only going to get better with the way, with who he's playing alongside of, like you said. So that's all great stuff, Montage. Excellent. So let's move on to our next one here of the weakest link. And that is going to be the weakest link for all four of our AFC East teams. Montage, play that clip. The weakest link, Montage, let me just have this one, brother. Let me just say, the Jets, the weakest link for the Jets is hard to really say. I think that their um, ah, quarterback position is going to maybe be a little tricky because they have Zach Wilson back there short, but I think their biggest weakness is their inexperience, right? Miami Dolphins, I think their biggest, the weakest link, and I hate to say about the Miami Dolphins because I don't want to, you know, hate on the guy for everything he went through last year, but to his health. And that being put into question week in and week out and the way that the, the Miami Dolphins staff has handled all sorts of injuries. So that for me is the weakest link of them. And then for the New England Patriots is the quarterback position. How great is that, Bill's Mafia, to say that, right? Mac Jones right now has got almost no confidence from the guys around him. He's got no confidence from me. He never will have any confidence from me. F Mac Jones and the Patriots. And basically, that is going to be their weakest link because if you bring in Bailey Zapp, he's going to maybe get the crowd to start cheering. And then Mac Jones comes back in, well, then he's back to being the second coming of Brady or Jesus himself. So, I mean, there's the weakest link for the Patriots. Montage, you got anything that you want to add to the weakest link of the week? Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback there in New York, but that's okay. Um, I think that, uh, you know, the running back position in New York is definitely the I don't. link there. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a fun year in the AFC East. Um, and, you know, Boston sports suck. Exactly. If you guys haven't done so already, subscribe to that YouTube channel. Hit us with a like and follow on Facebook and also hit us with a follow on Twitter. Check us out on Instagram. All of the above, including TikTok as well. Built in Buffalo is your source for all sorts of Bills news, content, and entertainment. And this is the sit-down presented by Duff's Famous Wings right here on the Built in Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter week in and week out, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Thursday nights, guys. Make sure to tune in with us every single week. Montage, let's get into the next one. You got ourselves a little bit of a Maniac of the Week coming? Oh, yeah, baby. Here we go. Boom. This week in the Mafia Montage, Maniac of the Week. Look, man, I got to go DeMar Hamlin because we talked about it earlier. He's doing big things on the field, getting the helmet back on, getting into all the drills, and then he's getting out there in the community doing this, doing the CPR trainings, getting over a 1,000 fans trained in CPR. DeMar Hamlin, hands down, this week's Mafia Montage Maniac of the Week. Beautiful stuff, and that's going to lead us into our next segment here of Getting Saucy. You want to talk about the best quarterbacks in football. Well, right now, there's only one guy that I'm thinking of, and that's the guy that's going to cover the Madden NFL 24, Deluxe Edition, Standard Edition. And, of course, that's Joshua freaking Allen, the quarterback for this Buffalo Bills squad, the man, the king of Buffalo, who is completing a lifelong childhood dream of bracing the cover of the Madden NFL game that we all so much love and have come to play for all, all many, oh, 
how many years montage. And this is, of course, the first Buffalo Bills athlete to brace the cover of the Madden NFL game. And I'm telling you what, Bills Mafia, way to make an appearance on that cover as well. The best fan base and the best damn co uh, community in all of the entire world of sports mafia montage. That's me getting saucy this week. And that is going to conclude us here in the sit down. Join us next Thursday night, right here on the built the Buffalo Olympics, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter here in the sit down presented by Duff's famous wings hosted by myself, the sauce God at Buffalo sauce God across all social media platforms and co-hosted by my guy and the other co-host of the Buffalo blitz Tuesday nights at 8 PM Eastern standard time, Mr. Mafia montage at mafia montage. We'll see you next Thursday. Bills mafia go bills. Bills.